I know that you want to make a difference, and I'm going to tell you how. You're on Top of the Mount with Darren Waddles. before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The things that God has told you shall come to pass. The greatest revival in the history of the church. Hello, everybody, and welcome back on Top of the Mount. I'm your host, Darren Waddles. We have a great podcast for you today, and before we get started, I want to thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends. It You don't know how much it means to me. I know that I say that every time, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, the more that you share this uh, and the more people listen to it, uh, I, I know it can create a bigger impact uh, for others, especially the politicos out there in the world. Um, but uh, And as I always do, uh, be sure to check out our Facebook page and the website. Uh, they're great tools, and it can definitely help you find the best streaming application for you. Uh, and just a note, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play. I mean, the sky's the limit with this podcast, but be sure to share with others. Now, contrary to belief, politics isn't evil, guys. And the purpose of this podcast is to equip you. So I know you have questions, I have answers, and I am going to help you on top of the mount and through your journey to get you for the campaigns ahead. Now, diving into today's topic, we discussed last week about praying for the Agrippas in our life. we got to pray for our leaders. It's a biblical principle that we have to live by as apostolics because that is how we're going to persuade them. This is how we are going to make a difference in our communities. That said, now, more than ever, is the time that we do need to hold up that principle in praying for our Agrippas, to pray for our leaders, to pray for our communities, because we are in such a disarray. Granted, I did say earlier, politics isn't evil, and that tool itself isn't evil, but the people involved can be. And to see what's going on in our society is scary. I have said in previous podcasts that our Congress is a reflection of us. And this made the news. And it is disgusting that this even happened. 
and is a testament of why we as apostolics need to stand up and allow our voices to be heard and get to the negotiation tables. Because if we don't do this, things like this will happen at the whim and no one will care. Just like uh, Congressman Bethune talked about. It's indifference. We cannot allow indifference to dictate our society. And we need to make a stand for where our doctrinal principles lie. And that is the who, the guy by the name of Little Nos X. We know him as the guy who gave us Old Town Road, which, granted, is a catchy tune. But now, I do not want to hear that song ever again. Because this fella is something. Let me tell you. So, Little Nas X, if you're not aware, made a shoe that... I'm just even flabbergasted talking about it. He made a shoe as the representation of Satan. He made 666 pairs, and he's putting them on sale. Each shoe is designed with a pentagram on it, red, black, and has a Nike symbol, by the way. And in that shoe holds a vial with a drop of authentic human blood. Yes, I wish I was making this up, but it's not. He made a demonic shoe. And (laughs) just to show you what kind of guy he is. Okay, so when we're introduced to Little Nas X, you know, seemed family friendly. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Had a song that made number one on the charts. And, you know, it it lasted for a while. And still, uh, you know, it's on commercials. uh, People still using it. But... (laughs) Uh, his popularity, uh, as he got up, he got weird, okay? First was the fact that he came out homosexual, which, you know, I mean, to each his own. I'm not going to, you know, I'm I'm not here to judge people. Uh, But then he came out not too long ago with, you know, if a kids listening to this, you know, plug their ears right now because it's not, I, I don't want you to have an uncomfortable situation or a, co- a conversation with your kid. Um, but, so, fair warning. Uh, but with him, he decided that he was going to get fake breast implants. Yeah. And then he does this in response to a music video that he made, and again, keep your kids' ears plugged on this so you don't have an awkward conversation with them, he decides in the music video to give the devil a lap dance. Yeah. And this is the guy that is making the news. If you need an excuse 
on praying for the Agrippas, praying for our communities, and actually getting involved, <laughs> this is a good story to get you involved. It, it should be a motivator for us all. Um, so, yeah, that happened. That happened, guys. And uh, thank the Lord above that Nike shoes, who, you know, a lot of people had backlash on Nike. Turns out Nike didn't even approve this. Uh, Nas X, Lil Nas, bought the shoes, rebranded the shoes with the Nike symbol on it, and now Nike is suing them. So I thank the Lord above for that much. But still, sick at my stomach that all this took place, and now we have put this person in influence, that he is influencing children. What, like... <laughs> There was there was kids in elementary school, third graders, that I've seen videos of them dancing to Old Town Road. This guy has influence, and he has infiltrated the minds of small children, young adults, and adults thereof. And we need to put a cap on this. We need to address this. This ain't right. This ain't right. So, uh, huh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so, Satan is prevalent. And in these times, has made himself known. His self known. Uh, to a previous podcast with uh, State Senator Jason Rapert, we talked about how the uh, sat- Satanist... Uh, are wanting a statue of Baphomet on the Little Rock, Arkansas State Capitol grounds. And, you know, they're not the only location, uh, or that isn't the only location that they're trying to put that at. They try to put it in Oklahoma. I think they try to put it in Detroit. Uh, You know, they're here to mock. So, you know, I was talking with some people on how the devil operates and the devil operates in deception he will always do the opposite and create a mockery and in the political sphere because we are an egalitarian society uh, where laws are loosely written that it creates this joke this mirror effect that allows them the uh, the platform to do what they're doing, and but on that same note, we can do the same thing, and as long as we do our job, we can put a distraction in the way of the great distractor, and so hopefully, hopefully, I'm resonating with somebody right now, especially with my apostolic brethren and sisters uh, so um, if there was ever a podcast to listen to today is the day because we we got to get involved guys we got to get involved and if we don't get involved you know running for office or uh, you know uh, being in a bureaucracy having a government job or you know being a counselor of some form or fashion um, you know, 
we have a powerful tool right now that we're already a part of. Uh, per the last podcast, talking about praying to persuade the Agrippas, the grassroots level itself is by far the most powerful tool in politics. And you ask any presidential candidate or candidate period, if you do not have a grassroots system or support system, you cannot flourish. And right there, the key word, grassroots, you have to be rooted. And the tree can only bear fruit and only can produce stuff if the roots are healthy and able. And right now, we need to get rooted in the political system. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, as the saying goes, we're going to hell in a handbasket pretty quick. So, uh, guys, let's get rooted. Um, moving along on um, other topics. Here in Arkansas... Glory, glory, hallelujah, the mask mandate has come to an end. And I pray, I pray that it does not come back. I pray that the COVID, it ceases, or at least is so stagnant that it's going to be like the minor outbreak of a flu. So, with that, hallelujah. Um, with... Um, and while discussing COVID, uh, the COVID vaccines. Um, so, um, yeah, send me a message. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on the COVID vaccine. Because, I mean, people are taking it. It's, uh, you know, people are... I have mixed feelings. I have family members that are nurses. I'm friends with people that are nurses friends with people that are doctors and you know there's mixed feelings all across the board and uh what's y'all's thoughts i mean is it something that we should go forward with uh you know i understand that there's uh, uh different vaccines the johnson and johnson one apparently is like super sketchy and that's kind <laughs> of okay uh but yeah Please, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the COVID vaccine because, um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I myself am uh, kind of perplexed on uh, the idea. Um, I know it's needed, but uh, I don't think we're there yet. Um, but please share your ideas with me. Uh, next, uh, this I thought was very interesting. I was looking through the news and saw this. Uh, you know, Donald Trump. The former president of the United States has made himself back into the news, which, uh, you know, I said it in a past podcast that we have not seen the end of Donald Trump. And if uh, Joe Biden thought uh, or the Democratic Party thought that uh, defeating him by narrow margins uh, in a, a number of states would be the end of it, uh, I don't think so because if uh, Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden is the oldest president to ever be elected, and probably will be the only or the last last uh, individual to be that old to be elected president. I think Donald Trump, being younger, even in the next four years than he, um, 
will uh, definitely make a comeback in some form and fashion. But anyway, the, the story, uh, Trump launches 45 office website. So because of the fact that, uh, you know, cancel culture, which I do need to make a, a separate podcast on that because that's, that's a long topic itself, uh, as uh, Brother Copeland uh, spoke on in that interview. Uh, but uh, uh, because of cancel culture, he is banned from most social media sites uh, and cannot, you know, share his thoughts. So he started his own website, 45 Office. Uh, so very interested to see what will come out of that. Uh, I'm I'm going to believe that it's probably going to look like his Twitter account or former Twitter account. Uh, so let I'm I'm ready to see what he does. Uh, now to the main thing I wanted to talk about, other than the Satan shoes, uh, the nominees for candidates for a bureaucracy or a cabinet position or judicial position by the Biden administration and the Democrats, okay? Now, if you pay close attention, you will notice that headlines in media will read the first woman, the first person of color, the first Muslim, the first transgender, the first openly homosexual, the first blah, 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 so on and so forth, these appointments are nothing but firsts. And even our vice president is the first, not person, not the first person of color that, you know, there, there was uh, one in the early 1900s that was Native American, believe it or not. Uh, but she is the first female vice president and first person of African and Indian descent. Uh, but still the first. And I feel that, well, it's not even a feel, it's a no. I know for a fact that the candidates that have been pushed forward and confirmed by the Senate are not ones of quality. Granted that there is always going to be a political uh, agenda pushed, so quality is not always exactly to par in every presidential administration because typically, typically, uh, you're... More liberal presidents will nominate liberal, uh, like-minded individuals. Uh, same can be said on the conservative perspective. However, we're not just dealing with liberal or conservative or moderate ideologies. We're going into a field of which people are not as merited as they should be. Because we're judging a candidate based off of demographics. And, you know, I, I, I somewhat support some affirmative actions. I do. But when you're solely 
appointing people and choosing people and hiring people solely because of a skin color or a gender or an identification or just because you speak a certain language uh, where no one had spoken that language before in that position, I think we're on the wrong track. And that is exactly what's happening right now is we're not appointing people for quality. We're appointing people for popularity and to pander uh, groups for votes. And that's exactly what's happening. The headline, uh, or the article, I should say, that I was reading, uh, and I read it from CNN and Fox News, and they both do compare properly, uh, the judge, who I am not going to try to uh, say his name because I will say it wrong, uh, that is up for a judicial nomination by President Biden, is going to be, without a doubt, the first Muslim judge. And with that, I, I mean, there, I have no problem with that. I believe that uh, I'm an egalitarian in belief uh, though I would prefer them to be Christian, but I, I believe as long as he is merited. But I don't believe that is the case for this judge. I don't believe of the candidates he was the most qualified because, again, with all the decisions that have been made by the Biden administration when it comes to appointments have been first. Like Pete Buttigieg. I mean, one, that's a political stunt on, uh, you know, Pete Buttigieg helping him get the nomination over uh, Bernie Sanders. But Pete Buttigieg being the first openly gay man uh, being placed in the uh, Department of Transportation. Uh, Kamala Harris being chosen as a female woman of color as the vice president. Uh, and... <sighs> okay, I'm saying this in quotations. And not to be mean. I'm not being mean. Trust me, I'm not being mean. But in air quotations, Rachel. Rachel Levine, I think I said the last name right, is the now assistant secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. And if you're not aware of air quote Rachel, and air quote, she is the first transgendered female to serve in the position. And, um, okay, I'm going to play this soundbite by Senator Ron Paul. Uh, just, just, just so y'all get what I'm coming from. American culture is now normalizing the idea that minors can be given hormones to prevent their biological development of their secondary sexual characteristics. Do you support the government intervening to override the parent's consent to give a child puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and or amputation surgery of breasts and genitalia? You have said that you're willing to accelerate the protocols for street kids. I'm alarmed that poor kids with no parents who are homeless and distraught 
you would just go through this and allow that to happen to a minor. Senator, uh, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field. Uh, and if confirmed to the position of Assistant Secretary of Health, I would certainly be pleased to come to your office and talk with you and your staff about the standards of care and the complexity of this field. Let it go into the record that the witness refused to answer the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What you, what you just heard, uh, yeah, that actually happened. And yeah, that is, that is her belief. Uh, and uh, one quick correction. I said Ron Paul, Senator Ron Paul. It's actually Rand. Ron is his father, who is a congressman. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, so... Uh, but anyway, the, the, the situation that we're in as a country is just baffling that here we, we start off this podcast talking about Satan shoes and that it is a reflection of how comfortable our society has come. And I reference back to the, uh, interview with Congressman Ed Bethune where we have become so indifferent that we've allowed these things to happen. Then we fast forward to Joe Biden, which, you know, I'm not hating completely on Joe Biden, the president, but we're allowing demographics to determine the proper candidate over the merit of a candidate for a position. And stuff like this happens. Stuff like this happens. It wiggles itself in the cra uh, through the cracks, and we pay for it. We pay for it. And it's hurting our society because we have become indifferent and have allowed this to happen into our society, in our communities. So I pose the question to my listeners, or a challenge more like, to actually take a stand. I'm not saying to fight the system. I'm not saying to go out there and protest. That Don't misunderstand me. Don't misquote me. I'm saying that we must get involved first through the church, through prayer, and through good counsel with our pastors, but also to get out and get involved because we have a voice. Now, the pastor, because of laws and codes and tax purposes, they technically cannot involve themselves. It is not the obligation of the church organization to get involved because our role is to uh, save souls and to bring people in no matter what their political ideology may be. But we still, as a church, need to stand up for our principles because, I mean, we're, we're not going to win everybody. But we still have to stand up for our principles. And so the challenge is, get off the couch. Stop being distracted by everything else that's going in the world. Stop being distracted by what's going on in the news because that's what they specialize in to make money, to distract. And focus on the true things that are affecting us as a nation. Okay? That's your challenge.
is to equip yourselves in the word and equip yourself here because that is the mission of this podcast and we got to do something guys we have to do something and i cannot stress that enough i mean this podcast alone i wouldn't even have thought i'd be making this podcast today like this i mean and i apologize to uh, those of you that may be listening with a child but it needed to be said it did need to be said and i did give you the proper warning so that that's that um so i'm gonna wrap this podcast up now um i feel what i needed to say needed to be said and all that needed to has been said so uh I really hope that it has inspired you in some way or has convicted you in some way to get involved and to want to do more and to ask questions. And if you do have questions, direct message me on uh, my Facebook page, uh, On Top of the Mount with Darren Waddles podcast, or on the website. You can email me at draywaddles at gmail.com. You have questions, I have answers, and I am I am willing to equip you up on top of the mount as we take this journey together to make our communities better. Um, and, you know, we need more apostolics involved, period. I mean, guys, it, it has to be done. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you got something out of it. And be sure to share this with a friend, uh, share this on social media, because this is how we grow. This is how we expand the reach and expand the group, because there's others out there like us that are interested in politics and that really want to know how to get involved. And this, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. So I challenge you, not only get off uh, your couch and, you know, get involved, but also share this podcast and influence others to get involved. Um, some quick shout outs. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but again, I want to thank, uh, brother Nathan, Nathan Santomieri, uh, from Kansas city. I thank you so much for your, uh, your graphic design. Uh, I mean, it, it looks so sweet, dude. It looks so sweet. And uh, Mason Downs for the music. Uh, fabulous job. And I cannot wait to collaborate with you again for uh, a future uh, podcast uh, and for an updated uh, song. So uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, also, uh, I, I, I spoke about them uh, before, but uh, please give a listen to uh, Justin Gleason's Spirit Signal podcast and uh, Tyler Talks and on YouTube uh, you c- please look up Acting Up with Tom. Very great content. Uh, you know, he really dives in and does his research and he doesn't take it just from one source. He, he really gets down and uh, brings great information. So please check out Tom's uh, YouTube podcast. Uh, very fabulous. And you will uh, leave enlightened and have uh, a great learning experience with Tom. Um, and uh, lastly, the last shout out before I uh, bring this podcast to an end, I, I just want to bring to y'all's attention that there is a wonderful 
tool for Pentecostal youth and hyphens. It's called the Pentecostal Youth Discord Server. And we have had fabulous services, fabulous events, uh, fabulous discussions uh, via text or via uh, group phone call. It, you need to get involved. If you aren't, you're missing out. And I just strongly encourage it. I'm going to leave a, uh, a form in the description notes below. Please check that out. If you're uh, part of uh, the youth or in the hyphen in your church, please check that out. A great resource, great tool. I strongly suggest. 10 out of 10. Five, five gold stars out of five. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> I want to thank you all for listening again. Please consider subscribing, leaving a kind rating, and sharing this podcast on social media and with a friend. That's how we get the word out. So until next time, we will continue the discussion equipping you for the campaigns ahead on Top of the Mountain.